This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now, obviously, today there's lots of talk about the weather, right? There's the good aspects of the weather, people enjoying the heat, and then there are the concerns about the weather. And top of mind right now, of course, is the awful story out of Burnaby. A 16-month-old child has died. A police saying that their initial information suggests that this child was left in the car for up to nine hours yesterday. High temperatures in Burnaby as well. So there is that. There's an update coming in about 25 minutes time or so. We will have that for you live on the Simi Sarah show. But also there's the aspect of the heat itself. More records are breaking today as a result of this weather. So we wanted to check in with Mark Madriga, Global News Chief Meteorologist, to find out when is this going to end? How long is this going on for? Mark, thanks for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Hi, Simi. Hi. Okay. So today, yesterday was record breaking. Today, even more so? Yeah, temperatures are maybe up a degree or so versus uh, yesterday's highs. And yesterday we set 15 temperature records officially, and uh, 14 of those were on the south coast. One was up on the north coast at Terrace. But the reason uh, we're setting all the high temperature records, or at least we did yesterday uh, here on the coast, is we have that air now flowing from the BC interior. So it's an offshore flow right near the water's edge. You get that sea breeze. But uh, overall, most places uh, very hot again this afternoon. I say very hot compared to our average highs and uh, you know July would be hotter than this but this is record-breaking heat so today I expect many temperatures to fall for records again nothing yet up to the noon hour but we will have some records set this afternoon possibly the airport but not likely in Vancouver more places uh, away from the ocean uh, again we'll set records this afternoon probably at least a dozen or more in the uh, southern interior for our listeners in the Kamloops area close to 30 degrees is the plan wow. this afternoon yeah it's about 20 looks like 22 23 degrees in there right now so we'll go upper 20s to near 30 and uh, that would be let's see very close to a record high uh, for the date there too so some records may be set in the interior but again most of them will be set on the south coast there is an end in sight to this now okay. tomorrow yeah tomorrow in the southern interior probably close to the heat of today but also a little patch or two of moisture moving in and late tomorrow afternoon that may just trigger an isolated lightning strike or two or at least an afternoon shower just mainly over the mountains but um, really that's just a, a sign of further cooling coming um, well if not Sunday certainly by Monday Tuesday in the southern interiors we get back to the low to mid 20s but again a, a risk of uh, some lightning in there is the first hint that we may uh, start to see some changes and that's later tomorrow but uh, overall sunshine will dominate our weather there now on the south coast here here again, hot today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, close. We'll start to get the onshore flow. That's the key. We go from the offshore of the uh, push uh, from the interior to coast, get into a little onshore flow tomorrow night. So tomorrow afternoon, we could easily get up to the 27-degree range or so again, away from the water. But that's it. Sunday looks much cooler with highs more into the low 20s. And uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, upper teens okay. to maybe 20. So uh, it's a three-day little heat wave yesterday, today, and tomorrow. All right. Thank you so much for that, Mark. You're welcome. That's Mark Madriga, Global News Chief Meteorologist. And as Mark just mentioned there, you heard about the possibility of lightning strikes some in some places in the province. That's a concern for those who are keeping an eye on wildfires in this province. So just before we came on air today, I had a chance to speak with the information officer for the BC Wildfire Service, Kevin Skrepnik, and here's what he had to say. Well, Kevin, thank you for doing this for us today. And you know, we would rather not talk to you. I'm sure you're a nice person and everything, but we don't want to have to talk about wildfires in BC. And here we are again. And it seems like it's early this year. 
Well, you know, not uncommon to see uh, fires at this time of year by any stretch of the imagination. But of course, what is unusual is the weather we've been having over the last few days and, and quite frankly, the forecast for the weekend as well. Uh, five to 10 degrees above average for what we'd usually be seeing uh, in terms of temperatures. And then, of course, uh, really not a whole lot of rain in there. A number of uh, number of records broken yesterday. So that is definitely causing us a bit of concern in terms of uh, potential for wildfires. Are there particular areas that we are really concerned about? You know, the entire province right now, uh, we're in a moderate uh, fire danger, uh, you know, creeping up into high in some places. And given that we're not seeing a whole lot of relief until maybe a bit of rain Monday at the earliest, um, really that, that risk has nowhere to go but up. Of particular concern, there is some potential uh, for some lightning. Uh, over the northern half of the province, uh, going into uh, overnight tonight and into tomorrow, uh, and not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of moisture associated with that system. So, uh, potential for some additional fires to be starting. Usually at this time of year, most of our fires are human caused. This is our first real lightning concern on the horizon. Okay, so then on top of you having to warn people to be careful, you also have to watch out for the weather. That makes the job extra tough, doesn't it? It does indeed, yeah. The, the weather, particularly the short-term weather, is really critical for us. And, you know, temperature is one thing, and obviously that's the concern right now, but that, that lack of rain is also going to be really critical, um, not only in the short term, but once we get into the summer as well. Okay, so then how are crews preparing for this, uh, this upcoming weekend in particular? Well, certainly, uh, you know, all six of our fire centers right now of our kind of uh, regions across the province definitely gearing up for probably our busiest weekend so far this year, uh, given that forecast. So uh, definitely have crews on on standby, on alert. Uh, We've got a number of our air tanker groups have already uh, started and are, you know, ready to respond as well. Um, And then really just reaching out to the public, uh, you know, given that forecast, I have no doubt there's going to be lots of people uh, outdoors this weekend. Uh, Again, at this time of year, most of our fires are human cause. So we want people to be cautious. Uh, Campfires are permitted right now uh, throughout our jurisdiction. Um, But of course, we want to make sure people keep them safe, supervised and and small. Uh, Speaking of that, then, when we talk about uh, the campfire that you said are still, you're still able to have a campfire right now, do we need to start looking at that? Like, should we be limiting that earlier in the year? Well, you know, the, the, the kind of reasons why we put a campfire ban in place are typically once we've gotten to a point where we, we really need to do everything we can to stop any potential human-caused fires. Um, but it is a bit of a, a, bit of a double-edged sword. Um, once we put that ban in place, uh, you know, if there's folks out there who are planning on flaunting the rules, they're probably just going to go deeper into the backcountry and have fires. Uh, when we put those bans in place, generally less people are out in the backcountry. That's less eyes out there to uh, report new fires, to uh, kind of report people acting irresponsibly. So, uh, you know, I think um, really the prospects of a campfire ban would still be further into the year. Certainly, usually it's more into early July that we see that. And, you know, I'll be frank as well. I mean, the the cause of human caused fires typically isn't in the campfire realm. You know, it's a possibility. We see them every year, a handful, um, but it is typically more so around, um, you know, people doing larger scale burning, uh, industrial activities, discarded cigarettes to a degree, even the use of off-road vehicles and high grass, um, all of those contributing to that that human cost factor. Has any, has, has any of that improved over the last few years? And we've had such terrible <laughs> wildfire problems the last couple of years in this province. It, it, is behavior improving at all, do you think? You know, I think, I think broadly speaking, I think people are getting the message. And, and we certainly aren't seeing a trend upwards in terms of the number of human-caused fires. It's been fairly static. We've had busier seasons and we've had higher statistics in terms of the total number of fires, but that's typically been the result of lightning activity. So that up and down is usually more so 
to do with Mother Nature as opposed to uh, to human activities. So, and, and I'll say too broadly that you know when it comes to human caused fires, for the most part, you know these aren't things that have been uh, you know maliciously set. You know we're right. ta- not talking about arson; it's more so carelessness. And at this time of year, given that it is still only May, even though it is hot out, you know we're always concerned that people are going to get complacent as well. Yeah, let's just remind people then. What do you want them to remember and keep top of mind heading into the weekend? Well, certainly if there's folks out there that are going to be in the outdoors, you know, those campfire tips I said earlier, and and a really critical one is if people are going to be leaving that area for any period of time, we do want them to fully extinguish that fire. Uh, You know, we don't want it taking off in conditions this hot. If we get a bit of wind, that can happen. If people are going to be staying um, closer to home for the weekend, um, we are big proponents of the FireSmart program. So firesmartbc.ca, lots of really valuable tips on there, especially people doing spring cleaning at this time of year. Very simple things, cleaning out eaves troughs, getting piles of wood, propane takes, things like that away from a house, planting vegetation around a house that's going to be less fire prone. Uh, All of those things can go a long way to making that a a more kind of defensible space for us uh, if we do have a wildfire that's affecting your property. All right, we'll see what we can do. Uh, Kevin, thank you, and hopefully it'll be a while before we uh, chat with you again. Let's hope. Let's hope indeed. Thank you. Let's hope so. Kevin Skrepnik, BC Wildfire Service Information Officer.